The world's most advanced color correction tool for Mac just got more powerful. DaVinci Resolve 8 from Blackmagic Design. With XML import, export, multi-layer timelines, curve grading, noise reduction, stabilization, 3D alignment, OpenCL, and more. DaVinci Resolve 8 is available from $995. Current users can download the update for free. And try DaVinci Resolve Lite, a reduced featured version that's still packed with power. Visit www.blackmagic-design.com What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing? Welcome to The Cutting Room. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell, and this is going to be a very short episode of The Cutting Room. I'm going to play a little bit from Edifest New York that just finished, just wrapped up a couple days ago. This episode, we're going to have from the panel about the Avengers, we're going to have Jeffrey Ford, ACE, his first assistant, Kieran Pelagata, and I'm apologizing now if I mispronounce that, and the moderator is Vincent Labrudo. Now, afterwards, uh, I'd like to say hello to some of the listeners that we actually met in uh, New York, and I'd also like to talk about why we couldn't get the uh, word out about the pub night. So listen to the interview, and afterwards I'll, I'll explain that to you. Kieran, how, how did you um, come to work on the project? Had you worked with, with Jeffrey before? Yes, yeah, we actually uh, started working together. Our first movie was uh, Street Kings, and then uh, right after that was Michael Mann. I think we had, you had two days off, maybe? Was Something it? like that. It yeah. wasn't much time. And then yeah, and, and uh, uh, I got a call right after that and came, came on board. So, And then, uh, so I had actually worked on Captain America as well um, with Jeff, and then we went right on. Well, we had a month off, I think, in between. And then you, you had a less time off than I did. And, uh, I, 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 Kieran's, you know, I bring Kieran on, like, you know, whenever I have a, get a job, it's, it's just part of the deal is bringing, I'm bringing Kieran because he's my first. He knows how I work. Um, he understands the way I like the daily setup. He can cut really well, so I can throw him stuff to do because it's important. I, I think it's important. I want, I want him to take my job away. I want him to replace me. That is my job: is to make him get rid of me because uh, it doesn't do me any good to 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 be like, ah, you know, you're the assistant. Don't touch it. And I've got to cut it. I'm a genius. It doesn't help me. Uh, it helps me to do something and say, here, see, here's what I did. Do better. See if you can fix it. And make it better. Can you cut this for me? Out of no time, I'll take a look at it. And yeah, I'll probably recut it. But you know, sometimes I won't. And uh, we talk about the movie, we, you know, we have a good collaboration. So he, my first assistant, whoever it is, and, and um, you know, I've had several and they've all been great, but um, um, not as good as this guy, but uh, he's... Uh, <laughs> just because I'm standing right <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, it's not, it's true. Um, but he, you know, he's a very important part of, of the cutting room, so I, I have him, I have him on in anything I'm doing. Uh, he's not in the current one, but that's another story we'll talk about. Yeah. Kieran, could you tell us what sequences or scenes that you cut? Well, it's, you know, we're... You, it's a. It's really like we're we're across the hall from each other. So he'll right. walk in and say, "Take a crack at something in here. Do another. Try one of these notes." And and it's just you know we just throw it back and forth. So, so it's like know, a right hand, left hand. Kind yeah, of thing. I'll, I'll do you know, and and, and he'll obviously yeah, he'll, you know, change it from further, or if he likes it, he'll keep it. It's, but it's just a great you know collaboration. I love that. I mean, in, it's a, you know, it's. Uh, Obviously, Joss is directing, but when, when he gives me a scene, I feel like you know Jeff comes in and gives notes as a director would. So it's a great sort of training for what that eventually will be like, you know, when you're editing. So well, there's also stuff you want to explore, and I don't have enough time to explore every single thing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's like 
hey, Kieran, I have this idea. What if we, if we did this, what would it, could you make it work? It's going to take you all day to, to, to slug through this, but why don't you? Because it's better than just sitting around. Let's you know, <laughs> give it a shot. And it's that kind of thing where it's like, you know, sometimes I don't have time to really dig in because I have others, I have the directors in the studio notes to try. Or the director has said, you know, it would be great if we did this, but we probably don't have time to, you know, really, I don't think it's going to pay dividends. Well, let's find out. And I'll throw it to Kieran. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's helpful to have that. And also I get opinions from him about what I'm doing and um, it's very useful. Uh, the, the scene on the, one of the things I can, he won't, he's too shy, but um, there's a scene on the, in the movie where uh, these, merc, these mercs are invading the helicarrier and, and they, they bust into the bridge and Nick Fury does some like, you know, Nick Fury judo on them. And uh, <laughs> Kieran cut that and, and, and solved a lot of problems in that scene because, you know, uh, these fight things are shot in tiny little increments and they, they have to flow and they have to feel violent and intense and sometimes it's not easy to, to get that to happen because they're, they're shot in these little segments and you've got, you know, you know Sam's like, you know, does, can, he, he can only do one thing and then there's a stuntman that takes over at a certain point. You have to make that all feel seamless because it's not always the actors doing these things. And the guys they got to play the mercs come in and they fall down and they don't know what they're doing. So it, 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 it can look pretty, pretty tacky. Um, and in that case, it was a tough one to solve because it required a lot of like exploration and he did a lot of that and it, it's in the movie. Jeff, question for you. How did you collaborate with the film's director, Joss Whedon? Uh, well, Joss is, uh, Joss is a super idiosyncratic uh, uh, kind of, uh, what's the term? He's a, um, they call him the geek whisperer. He's like a, he's like a, <laughs> he's got this geek brain about comic books and, and the mythology of comic books that's sort of really amazing. He, he knows the history of these characters from the comic books and from the movies. And he loves them deeply. He's very, very much, uh, he's a real true believer, as they say. And so, and I collected comic books when I was a kid. So we hit it off on that level pretty well. Um, he's got a story brain that's unbelievable. He can solve story problems through character in a way that very few directors or writers can. But he's primarily a writer. That's his, that's his thing. And he's really good at it. And one of the things I think he did really well in the film in this, with the screenplay is he's able to, to wrap exposition and, and narrative information uh, around character beats. So you're watching character scenes and you're getting information about the story. And it's a great synergy between story and character and he understands that quite well. And it's one of the things that really appealed to me about the project. So I really enjoyed working with him. He's, a, he's got the craziest sense of humor. Um, he's uh, unpredictable and he is really funny and uh, He's also really good at letting people do their jobs. And it was fun because he would just watch what I did and give great notes. And it was an incredible experience because we, you know, he's not a guy that sits right behind your back and says four more frames, five more frames. Um, I've had directors that do that. And that can be really fun too. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. It can be. I mean, when, you're really, when you have a director who's really working it with you and they understand that four frames can give you a different emotional effect, that's really rewarding. And, you know, I'd have, when on the Michael Mann movie, Michael would send me, sometimes I'd get dailies notes that he'd watch in his screening room and he'd give me cut points with the time code. Be in here, be out here. And I'd be like, that's crazy. Nobody's going to give me a cut point. But I'd try it and damn if it wasn't exactly the right cut point. I mean, you couldn't come up with a better cut point. It was, I knew exactly what he was getting at with that cut point, and it was that he could see that in dailies. I mean, another level of uh, achievement there, but he's really uh, uh, amazing. But Joss is not that way. Joss is, he's a story guy, and he's a character guy, and he wants to look at the scene and say, 
this is bothering me about the scene. Can you fix that? And I'm not sure how to fix it, but can you fix it? And so I'd fix it, or I couldn't, or we talk about what it was he wanted fixed. But he's, he maintains an objectivity about it. And he worked the same way with Lisa, and we'd you know, kind of trade him off. We'd, you know, I'd get him for a few minutes, Lisa'd get him for a few minutes, and then we'd screen and we'd talk about the movie. And it's really those discussions that inform what you're doing with him. And he's very articulate, so his notes are great. And I'd get notes, I'd send him stuff on pics, and he'd watch it overnight, and I'd get notes when I walked in in the morning. I don't know when he watched it, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, but they were great notes. And um, he's, he's, the, he's the best note in the room every time, and uh, uh, was really... Uh, I really, I really enjoyed working with him, and I wished I'd, I actually wished I had him more in the cutting room because with these movies, directors get pulled everywhere. I mean, the visual effects demands for these guys because you're dealing with they've got to give an answer to ILM today about this shot, or else it's going to cost us forty thousand dollars for this one, you know, change. And I don't cost anything. I can, he can come in, you know, whenever he wants. And so, visual effects always becomes a priority because of, just simply because of the cost and the time crunch. And so uh, we're pulling him in all different directions, and it's sometimes. Uh, it sometimes gets kind of crazy, but but it was really great working with him. Did the editing have to stick religiously to the screenplay? Was he one of those kind of directors, or did he? Well, well I'll tell you a story. We, when I put the movie together, Lisa and I finished our first cut, and and I I kind of put it all together in reels and took a look at it once on a Saturday before anybody else did because I was curious, and I put the pointer and the avid at the middle of the. It was three hours and ten minutes or something, I think, and I put the thing at the center of the movie just to see what the center was. And I was like, hmm. Turned to the screenplay, divided the screenplay pages in half, looked at the center of the screenplay, and it was the same place. And I thought, that's pretty interesting. And I'd like, well, let, me, let me look at, at, after the first, you know, let me look at the first 45 minutes. Bink, match the script. And that told me that, you know, that's a good screenplay structurally. I mean, that is pretty cool when your fat assembly, which another director describes as a fat woman falling down the stairs when you watch it for the first time. Because um, it is, it's this, it's this bloated thing and it's all a mess. And you haven't gone in there and like shaped it and made it function. Um, when the script structure is present, I know two things. One, it's a good screenplay structurally. And two, that assembly is, was done fairly correctly because we've adhered to that, those proportions. And now we need to reduce the movie proportionally. And that, um, uh, um, I've gotten lost. What was your question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> the, about collaborating with uh, Joss Whedon. Oh, but that. that well, um, oh, then we went. Oh, with the screenplay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so the movie actually adheres to his script very closely, with a couple of exceptions. One is there's a sequence in the middle where the helicarrier is attacked by the Mercs, and everybody's trying to save it, and it's, it's some of the engines have been damaged, and it's falling out of the sky. We restructured that pretty heavily because. Uh, you know, during production there's things you can't get or, or the scenes don't quite end up the way you wanted them to be. We moved a lot of stuff around there. Um, it was, a, you know, intercut quite differently in the script. But the beats were the beats. You know, the Hulk attacking the, the jet and all those sort of things and, and the transformation, all those things. Those were all in the movie, in the screenplay as they were, but we moved them around quite a bit and, and adjusted some of the dialogue to make that work. Just to get the build up so that everybody's working in different parts of the ship parallel action, you know, needed to be balanced. So that was pretty heavily you know, uh, rejiggered. And then the other issue was the, the end battle was, was, was also altered quite a bit just to, to, give, it, to give it a build. And, and it's the kind of thing you can't, you can't, all those beats were there. There were more of them, a lot more, and we took a lot of stuff out of that sequence just because it was already too long and, and unwieldy. We couldn't get it all done, but it also was, it felt out of proportion with the rest of the movie. As the movie comes down, you have to reduce things proportionally or you start, you know, start to lose the audience. And that sequence was also changed um, 
considerably, but but by and large, you know, and the end of the film was was pretty much what he wrote. So uh, and and, the, and certainly the beginning of the film is very very close with a, with a lot of you know cut downs and and little adjustments like that. Right. So that was the audio from the Edit Fest with Jeffrey and his assistant, Kieran. Now, I'd like to say hi to some of the listeners that we met while we were out there. I'd like to say hi to Christopher White, who I met at Edit Fest, and then we kept pumping into each other on the street. I'd also like to say hello to Adele from Be Real. Be Real is the company that brought you the great music video, The Wilderness Downtown, with the Arcade Fire. Also, I'd like to say that Jamie, a longtime listener, she's won several shirts from us, is quite possibly the luckiest person alive. She keeps winning prizes from random things. No matter where I am, I see her winning something. So for whatever reason, she won another big prize at EdFest. So if you're looking for luck, find her. Now, on to the other topic. Why didn't we let you know about the pub night? Uh, we didn't find out that we were gonna have access to the building Saturday night until Thursday night and I was in transit so I actually didn't or I wasn't able to get the information out to you because by the time I found out it was too late and the event had started. So I apologize for that. We're going to be working for one for Edifest LA and we're also seeing if we can get one up and running in Montreal. So if you're you're looking to chat with other post professionals that's where to do it. Uh, in the meantime next week we're going to uh, I'm going to post my interview with the Pixar editors. So please make sure to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I'd like to thank Jenny McCormick from ACE. I'd like to thank the whole Manhattan Edit Workshop team. I'd like to thank the American Cinema Editors, as well as my producer, Lauren Woodcock. I'm Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.